If you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm uh, back with a returning guest. Uh, I guess the last time you were on the show was a couple of years ago now, and uh, it feels like it was more recent than that. But uh, I was looking at the, the the whole you know backlog of episodes or backlist of episodes, and it's actually been a couple of years. So I'm I'm very happy to have uh, the one and only Stiff Wiggle back on the show. And it's interesting because last time you weren't going by the name Stiff Wiggle, so this is your first appearance under that current name. But, which is that's right. I think I might have been on a under a different you know handle every time i've been on the podcast that might be true as well yeah yeah i because i used to perform music under the name blue t-shirt but the last time i was on the show it was under my birth name grant partridge because i was hosting coast coasting with jared mckediak from umfm right well that was a number of years ago but then you were on talking about about synthesizers that's true true. yeah oh that's right yeah no then i the last time i was on the show i was talking about the 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 synthesizer groups that i was maintaining so Yeah. yeah wow it's there's been a it's We've we go back a ways, don't we? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And time doesn't. Thanks exist. so much for time doesn't exist anymore, oh, yeah. right? So it's. I mean, that's another. Yeah, the last couple of years, um, we've been off the grid. Yeah. temporarily speaking. So, um, yeah. Uh, thank you very much for having me back. It's always well, a pleasure. We always to, have a good time. Happy to have you on too. And I mean, uh, the, well, I guess the exciting part here is uh, we can get into sort of you know what what you do uh, in greater detail. I know we've done that before, but it's always interesting to sort of talk about that. But you have a show coming up, and this is new because. Uh, in your current sort of uh, synthesizer guys, you haven't really that doing shows hasn't really been part of the equation. That's true. Um, I haven't really had a sense of what I wanted to do, um, and it's all sort of coming together really rapidly, which is very exciting. And um, you know, uh, so it's 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 a whole new phase in my in my musical career. I think you know it's pretty typical for for people in Manitoba, especially to you know fumble about for a, while, a good long while, you know, playing in seven or eight bands at once, and um, you know, picking up new instruments and um, never really putting them down, but you know, just continuing to you know add a new feather to your hat, and um, then before you know it, you have a sense of who you are and what you want to be accomplishing as an artist, and uh, you find yourself with all of the skills and tools that you need to do that, and. Uh, it's been paired up with, you know, a couple of some interesting developments in my personal life and um, which give me something to write and sing and play about. So it's it's um, and and on top of all that, I actually have fallen in with a new crowd of people who um, are potentially even interested in what I have to say now, which nice. is that, exhilarating as well as an artist. Because, that definitely I don't helps, know, yeah. Um, yeah, um, it's 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 been a long, lonely road as a um, person who makes music. Uh, I've I've I um, you know wasn't a very social person for the majority of my life, and that meant I was creating art that never really found much of an audience. You know, 
and uh, I was doing it for internal. I was getting that 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 validation from that deep down inside place. So it was fine, you know. The I, I wasn't making art for anyone else. Yeah, which is which is something that I think a lot of artists struggle with. Well, that's actually something that I do. I do want to get into that because I think that there's a lot of interesting, uh, especially locally. There's a lot of people I think that have, have made, been making really cool music that are of a similar mold, where they're 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 making stuff that isn't necessarily. I mean, it's not commercially viable. It it, it appeals to a very small group of people who have sort of particular interests, uh, right. and they're very prolific. And and but before we even touch on that, I mean, you know. I'm approaching this as if people know who you are and people are familiar with sort of your, your work. And, and I usually start this podcast by asking the guests to introduce themselves. And the reason I kind of held off on this one is because I feel that every time you've been on the show, especially recently, uh, that last episode we did, I learn a lot um, about synthesizers in particular. Like, I mean, that last conversation we had on, on the podcast was very eye-opening to me uh, about a genre of music that I've been sort of hesitant to delve into. So I think that maybe if you want to introduce yourself by explaining what it is you do, you know, in the most uh, kind of Coles notesy kind of way, uh, that might be a good wow. way to, 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 to get to get back into that topic. It's so funny because I've been so spending so much of time in the last, you know, year, two years, since the pandemic, really, figuring out who the, the heck I am. Um, and uh, so I, I, you would think that I would be prepared to give the you know Cole's notes version of 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 what a stiff wiggle is, but I, I still you know it's 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 I don't know it's 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 a work in progress. I'm uh, I, I used to be known as Grant Partridge. That was the you know the name I was given at birth. And yeah. um, over the last couple of years, I figured out uh, I well here's the the, the real. So I, I used to make music as blue t-shirt. That was an identity that I chose when I was 18 years old, I think. And at that point in time, I was not self-confident at all and it was kind of chosen as like an anti-identity you know i used to personally style myself in a similar way i used to dress using wear just a plain t-shirt and jeans and i would try not to um you know i felt like if i was to be accepted as a as a person as a human as an artist um that it would be on my merits as you know uh, an intellectual artistic sort of being rather than someone who um is appreciated based on how they're perceived okay you know like so uh, i i don't know if that was a wise way to live my life <laughs> i um I, you 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 deny yourself plenty of opportunities to express yourself and to connect with people and to let people know who you really are as a person and um so sometime in the last couple of years i had you know a series of personal epiphanies and i also lost the access to my online identity. Uh, my Twitter account was uh, suspended. Okay. Uh, it's, it seems like it, it, it's really the circumstances under which it was suspended were really odd. I had some very innocuous tweets reported, uh, and so it seems like someone went through my entire Twitter history and 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 reported every single tweet. Uh, I, I it, you know, my, my mind can go. Can, I can let my mind run rampant trying to explain exactly what happened, but that's neither here nor there. The, yeah. I, I lost, I lost access to my identity, and I had an opportunity. I was, I was, you know, challenged with an opportunity to come up with a new one, and um, uh, so I was, you know, unmoored for a period of time, just not sure exactly what I was going to do. You know, the creative juices certainly weren't firing, so there was no real need for me to figure it, it out immediately, but. But then I stumbled across the identity of Stiff Wiggle, and you know I was really just sort of there was a lot to enjoy about the term uh, or the 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 name. It uh, you know, reminded 
yeah, thanks. It's it's you know, it it sounds like a queer mad scientist from the eighties. <laughs> That's sort of the the best way that I can you know summarize it in in a few you know, words, and that's kind of who I am, right? You know, that, that summarizes it in a nutshell. Um, I've, I've only sort of lately become comfortable in my body as a queer person, and it's been a lot of fun. Um, it's, you know, uh, I'm trying not to be a desperate, you know, lost boy making up for, you know, you know, decades and decades of lost time, but things are kind of inevitably spiraling that way anyways, and I'm kind of just trying to do that the safest and... Um, best way that I can um, without burning any bridges and without, you know, you know, hurting anyone. Sure. So, um, but anyway, so, so, so that's who, so I was going to use the name Stiff Wiggle for my art. And then I realized, you know, as I, I, I get the most enrichment out of life if I approach life as a performance. I feel that like, you know, um, we have an opportunity to, you know, thrill people on a regular basis just by expressing ourselves and if we deny ourselves the opportunity to do that we just miss out on so much richness in life so um i realized that that, that trying to distinguish um to, to, to try and present stiff wiggle as some sort of alter ego or to try and present him as some sort of you know part of who i am right was was inauthentic so you know, it's 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 who I am in a real fundamental way, and so I decided that that's my name. So it's like this the stiff wiggle that 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 people I'm seeing now the the one that's kind of uh, emerged over the past since since you since you adopted the name that yeah. is the authentic you. That's the the that's to, to some, I mean it yeah I was in denial about it for a great a great a great amount of time, and it was you know it was these were you know I, I've had so I would have so many you know wild thoughts racing through my head, and 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 I would. I had convinced myself that I was not allowed to make those thoughts part of the external world in any meaningful way because of, you know, just the garden variety traumas that we experience when we're growing up and the, sure. extra, the extra sort of no, you can't think that way mentality that comes from being raised as a queer person in a straight world. So, so it's just, um, there's been a lot of un unlearning, you know, as we say, and, 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 um, just try and, and, and radical self-acceptance and a lot of experimentation with, you know, with, with, with in, in, in the right circumstances with, with, with um, how I present myself and how I interact with other people. And it's been, it's, for the most part, it's been truly wonderful. I've, um, we, I found, I've, I've, it really, it, it really helps to have, the, be surrounded by people who truly love and accept you and uh that was the part of the part of the puzzle that was missing before but there's a bit of a chicken a chicken i started to learn there's a bit of a chicken and egg situation with this whereas if you're not being your authentic self you will not find your people and if you are you know but if you do not have the right people around you you cannot be your authentic self so i was really fortunate that things came together at the right time and um i think that's sort of just the way that it probably happens when you're a human and you just you know you need those sort of um combinations of circumstances and resources to to make it all come together Definitely. and so yeah. yeah so yeah so so yeah i mean i'm not um i'm not running away from my past i'm not um trying to hide from anything and it's important that to me that the people who i interact with on the regular sort of understand that intuitively like it's not like you know like, like there's there shouldn't be any question of who is stiff wiggle i mean i'm not hiding anything about it i'm 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 really happy to talk about who i am I, I i find it so thoroughly gratifying to be 
understood and accepted and appreciated. So, and I've lived a life of shame and fear. I had a secret drinking problem for like decades. Oh. It was it was very very bad. It was very 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 bad. I would have died if I didn't stop. And in 2020, I stopped, and that gave you, me a lot of opportunities to figure out what I'm going to do with my mind and my body for the rest of my life. Having made all these realizations and, and, and sort of the, this, this ongoing development of Stick to Fuegel as as a person and as kind of figuring out what you want to do and how you want to present yourself and who you want to surround yourself with, how has all of these things affected you creatively? I mean, it, it must, right? I mean, going through all of these kind of major Absolutely. changes, it's got to have an impact on, on, on what you're creating right. as an artist. So a little bit of background is what I've been creating as an artist. As, as I sort of alluded to earlier, I've just sort of been picking up new instrumental you know, sort of skills. I um, I have been making music for my entire life, but it has been in an intuitive 
way. Um, I was, uh, you know, a, a band student, but um, when I was in band, I was, you know, forced to learn things on my own. I was moved around from instrument to instrument from year to year. I played tuba one year and piccolo the next year. Uh, so uh, there was a really wide variety of, of of musical experiences there, and I became a really solid generalist. I really learned how to play by ear. I really learned how to um, just p- figure things out on my own. And you know, there were pros and cons to doing that, but that's who I am as an artist. Sure. And so um, when I started to have that creative urge, when I, when when high school band ended, when university starts began, and I. Um, around that time was when I started to express myself via music I was creating. And I was doing that all on my computer uh, using a software that was called Fruity Loops or FL Studio as it's still known. I still use it today. Um, it's it's one of the most popular you know yeah. solutions for making uh, computer music in the world. And um, so it's... Uh, uh, but, but, but it was a... Um, it was art that I created... Um, with a sort of a very a blank canvas approach. I never really had anything I wanted to say. I knew what I didn't want to do with the art. I didn't want to rock anyone. You know, I didn't want to, 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 to have, I wanted to make music that was, you know, beautiful and easy to appreciate, but it didn't, you know, um, but, but I didn't want to upset anyone, you know, that wasn't, or I didn't want to risk. I wanted to, I wanted everyone to like, you know, yeah. because yeah. that's, that's kind of, that's kind of who I am by default. If I don't, you know, um, try to counteract that tendency. Which I'm working on, um, but uh, so so the music I made was you know it was hard to characterize but really easy to enjoy. It was like a down tempo, chill out, groovy you know yeah. kind of music. I tried to like it was inspired by edgier music like Radiohead and Bjork or and stuff like that, uh, Pink Floyd um, a little bit. But it, it but all the edges sounded off, sounded off. So it was all just sort of trippy and and smooth and um and yeah i mean that was that was that was great it was it met with some success with the local campus radio community and yeah. c- tiny clusters of folks on the internet but connecting in a meaningful way with local locals like actual human beings to speak to about the art i was doing was very hard so it was a very lonely process and i got you know most of the value from it as you know a learning experience and now i happen to know how to produce albums with some degree of proficiency and you know i know the, the whole process you know yeah. there was some there were some band alliances as well i was in a conventional rock group with my twin brother tim and a uh, childhood friend james mclean and we were uh called the eardrums we had a lot of fun with that uh and i because i knew how to make records at that period of time we um and because i knew how to play various instruments like one of the fun things with the eardrums was we switched instruments. Yeah, that's because, a cool you know, like, a little, little yeah. trick that you guys had there. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so over the course of you know a live show, I would play guitar and drums and bass and keyboards, and you know I also produce all the music and you know and um, so so I, I wore every possible hat and um, you know we even I even kind of faked mastering it right because that's what you do when you can't afford. You know, when yeah. you don't want to pay Jamie to do it or whatever. To do it um, properly, yeah, yeah, yeah. To do it properly yeah. because yeah. I'm, yeah, because you just can't because it's it's, it's not a priority um, because you don't have a full time job. <laughs> so uh, the um or 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 the support uh, you know around you to to do anything but DIY. So it was and, and DIY has always been a very important part of what I do. I haven't ever set foot in a proper recording studio or um, anything like that. So um uh or nor have I ever collaborated with people. Who are established in the music scene so there's yeah. been a bit of an alienation sort of up till now and that has kind of characterized the music that i've made uh so 
so so th- there are other musical projects along the way. Those are the big sort of you know touchstones, and um, that sort of sets the scenes uh, uh, for the, the the new stuff. Um, I, I in the last five years, I've been collecting. Uh, hardware synthesizers instead of software ones. Yeah, and um, and we went into great detail on that last time to the point where you were even showing me kind of on air how right. how it worked, which was fascinating. And, and I mean, yeah, uh, I would highly recommend that people check that out uh, that episode out. I'm going to link to it in the show notes because there's so much there's so much that we went into there that I, I think that it would be like kind of yeah. uh, you know doing a disservice to the current stuff we're talking about to to go it's over so it all sweet. again. But but it, it it really is worth a listen for sure. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun, and um, I was, you know, it was very wide ranging. We, you know, it, and then and I tried to keep it fo- focused, tailored towards people who are curious about these bloody things, but yeah. have no understanding because they, considering how much music is woven into the fabric of our lives, and how acquainted the average person is with a guitar and a piano because of tradition and and all of that, you know, synthesizers are still sort of mysterious to a lot of people. They are, and yeah. and and they're on every song. <laughs> and 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 most of the times we aren't even thinking about that. It's it's fascinating. It's wild. And so, um, my my uh, my engagement with synthesizers was not really in an artistic capacity. It was in a hobbyist capacity of the last five years. You know, it kept me sane. It kept me gave me something to to pour thousands and thousands of dollars of money into. Yeah, it gave yeah. me. You know, um, I met some people. I, I ran a local um, synthesizer community. Uh, we were called Voltage in Maine. I had to disband it. Um, because of personal stuff, but um, it was a valuable experience for a period of time, and you know, um, so uh, it's uh, and uh, but but uh, the the point I'm trying to make is all of the instruments I was collecting and all of the skills I was learning about how to use them, it wasn't being put to any end. It wasn't I wasn't applying it, you yeah. know, in any meaningful way. And um, I guess that's kind of just the way that life goes, right? You know, I mean, you learn. It's like you go to school and, you know, you, you, you ask yourself, why am I learning all this stuff? You know, what am I going to need this for? And then, you know, when you're 57 years old, you need to figure out, you know, how tall a tree is in your backyard and you dig out your calculus knowledge and or your, not, your, your trigonometry knowledge. Sorry. Yeah. And, you know, then all of a sudden you realize it's all connected and light and, you know, um, you've... Uh, that still hasn't happened with me with trigonometry, and I don't think it ever will. I, <laughs> I still barely understand what the point of a triangle. Is. Like, yeah, but I, I, I know what you're saying though for sure. So just it's, it's, you're still learning. You're still you know, and um, I'm never going to learn that. I hippy dippy and Cody. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. that, that that particular thing is just like so far beyond me. Anyway, um, just with, just if, to, not with that attitude, you won't. There, no, Sam, definitely not. You know? No, yeah. but just to interject for a second, I mean, like one of the things that that I thought was fascinating about, uh, and I still do about the stuff you do with the synthesizers is like you said, you're collecting. Hard, hardware equipment. You 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 have this kind of large scale like uh, wall of of synthesizers uh, and yes, I have what's called you know yeah I have I have a bunch of you know miscellaneous synths and some of them are conventional like they have a keyboard attached yeah. to them and and you would you would have an idea of where to begin but then there's some that are you know I have my 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 pride and joy if you will is my modular synthesizer right. which is you know. It's it's literally you know it's it's not a whole wall but it's it's a case and it's just a bunch of knobs and holes in the front of it and when it's being used it's got a bunch of wires sticking out.
you're playing a show coming up, and this is kind of what I wanted to get to is, is you know, you are performing live, and this, like you said, is yes. kind of this, this hobby thing, this very, uh, you know, right. uh, lonely pursuit where you're, you're plugging things into holes and turning knobs and making these crazy outer space sounds, but how do you then take all of that, I mean, you know, a wall full of stuff and all of these options and, and ways to manipulate sound, and, and then kind of make that into something that's, first of all, travel-worthy, and also something that you can do um, in a live performance setting? This is a great question. Um, so I struggled a long time when, uh, like, I would, I would, you know, I, I knew what I wanted to express myself with the synthesizer, but I didn't know what that was going to look like. Um, there's, you know, it's, it's, I guess when you're really trying to do something new and creative, you don't really have a hero to look up to or a role model to inspire yourself by. So trying to figure out what you want. And, and I've always been that kind of creative person. There are definitely artists and people that I look up to. Prince is, you know, someone who I idolize as a musician. And um, well, Todd Rundgren is another one. Prince, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people don't because yeah, they so. don't understand him. And, you know, but I mean, anyone who knows, real ones know. Right? So, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, the, um, so I, I, I didn't, but, uh, uh, the um, gosh, I kind of just lost my my train of thought. I, I, I'm um, we're talking about the synthesizers, and we're talking about expressing myself and not knowing what we want to do. Um, well, you uh, said you not having a, not having a role model. You, you don't have the you don't have the poster of the synth player on your wall like you would have right. for a rock yeah, band. Yeah, that's right. Or, and, or and, right. Okay, I've, I've I've got back what I was yeah. trying to think. So so there's when you when you see if if you if you hit Instagram or um, YouTube or yeah. whatever your exposure is to these synthesizers, um, it's, you run into a number of, like a wider range of artists who are using them. And um, it's hard not to be influenced by them and not in a good way. It's yeah. hard not to um, see that and go, that's what you use a modular synthesizer for, right? Um, there's this trend right now on Instagram where people will, you know, daintily arrange a few pieces of modular gear and a guitar pedal next to a potted plant on a really pretty desk. And it will just be, you know, softly, you know, tinkling away and making a pretty ambient soundscape. And, you know, a lot of people see that and go, oh, that's fun. I want to do that. Yeah. Great. You know, that's not gratifying to me that's you know seeing that's that's not creative i mean it's something it's something it's it's you know it's more of like a craft than an art i suppose sure, if sure, you want I you know yeah, yeah. i guess right you know it's 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 like crocheting to you know make yourself feel um you know like you're accomplishing something it's it's good it's good it's it's, it's perfectly fine I mean, there's there's no judgment about it at all but it's not the mode of expression that i find gratifying I wanted to figure out what I was going to do and I was going to do it, you know, my own way. And I didn't really know what that was going to be. I, um, I, I had a few ideas, but they never really coalesced. And so I spent a lot of time accumulating gear that uh, I didn't know really what purpose I was going to apply it for, only that I wanted to get to know it and get to learn it. So, so I built a kind of a library and, 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 uh, of gear and knowledge. of, And now that I have that, I am able to suddenly spring into action with um, because as soon as I figured out what I wanted to do musically. And now, like I say, I've got these new friends and I like to go dance with them. And it's 
wouldn't it be nice to be on the other side of the beyond the stage to be yeah. the center of the party to have the party whirl around me and to be able to connect with these people who I love in this with this other energy dynamic going on and and because I have all of the tools I you know it's 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 almost like everything has been building up to this moment you know it feels it, it feels so sweet the way that things are just clicking together it's and, awesome that's great it's um, great yeah, to hear yeah, yeah. And it is you know so so then there were some lingering questions like okay so um, so, so essentially what I've decided I'm going to do is, um, they call it a live PA. It's not, it's, it's all, they've been around ever since electronic music has been around. It's kind of like what Kraftwerk was doing okay. back in, ever since then. They're just playing electronic music live, right? And rather than DJing it. I'm not a DJ. That's not, yeah. that's, I mean, I used to be a campus radio DJ. That's a very different never, thing though, yeah. I'm not beat matching. I'm not doing that. So, you know, but I want to have a similar experience, a similar connection with my audience. I want to have a similar type of performance, except everything you're hearing is being created live on the spot. Cool. So that's what we're doing. So we're making a, we've decided we're going with a, a for the most part, uh, like a continuous mix of, of, of music, a solid, you know, kick drum throughout as much of the set as possible. Um, uh, and um, then I had to decide, once you decide on that, then you have to figure out what's my tempo, what's my genre of music. You know, I don't, I have an affinity towards house okay. music. I, I'm not really into drum and bass. I'm not really into, um, uh, I, I like I like techno and, and, and electro to some extent. I like, you know, um, I like music that is, um, that's mechanized and awkward. And that's kind of the sound that's going to come out of me. I don't have a natural funky groove. So, you know. House is kind of elusive to me. I've tried to imitate house music and it hasn't really gone off well, you know. Um, some, something comes out, but it's not house, <laughs> right? you right. know. It's kind of like the weird way that, you know, every time that, that ska music gets, you know, or even the way that ska was supposedly birthed by, you know, maybe being like a, a wacky interpretation of Western, you know, music that was, you know, not wacky, but um, well, sorry. flipped, yeah. right? Flipping the emphasis on the rhythm. Exactly, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So goofy might be the word if you're going to use the skateboard terminology <laughs> rather than wacky, but, you know, yeah. So, um, and again, I mean, no judgment by that. It's yeah. just, you know, it's it's uh, a sound that was alien to them that has been, you know, misinterpreted and perceived as this and then presented as this and then accepted as this. And then, and then you know, you have, you know, like what this, we're now in the fourth wave of ska, right? And it's continued to be, you know, <laughs> um, twisted and reinterpreted and, and, and it's just, you know, so um, how did I get on that top? All right. So, yeah. So the, the, the you, whatever I make is the synthesis of what I'm trying to do and what I'm able to do. Okay. So, okay. So and 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 I'm trying to learn lean it rather but but trying rather than trying to force it rather than trying to be incredibly funky and jazzy and and sophisticated, um, it's going to just be kind of sort of ugly and crude. Uh, the 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 the, I, the the instrumentation I'll be using will really dictate what I'm able to do. Right, you know, I'm not going to have a keyboard attached to my rig. So uh, and and um, chords are difficult to make with the kind of synthesizer that I'll be using. Um, so. Uh, so, you know, there'll be a lot of, um, you know, monophonic lines that are overlapping, you know, so, so melodies and counter melodies, you know, or, or, um, but, um, but the music I used to make was more highly melodic and I'm sure, yeah, this is, so this is going to be much more groove oriented and, and, and more based. Well, it's always been bass driven. I've always had a really strong affinity for solid bass lines. It's kind of where the story is told in my music, I guess, if they're, um, if, if, if you want to be a little pretentious about it. Uh, but, um, so. So those are the various elements, and and then the, yeah, the tempo is something is is was the real 
um, sticking point. Uh, once I have that fixed, we can sort of figure out everything else from there. So I, you know, I decided we're going to sort of just slow it. I decided 100 beats per minute. Okay. I was listening to uh, a Prince song, and um, it was like this is this is exactly sort of what I want right here. This, uh, this, 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 and and then another song, uh, a, a DJ called. Um, or a, a group of, I don't know exactly, they're kind of blurring the lines, I guess. Lots of these electronic groups blur the lines where there's producers sometimes and DJs other times. And, you know, and these ones are called, these guys are called Poolside. And um, they make this really, um, you know, th then their name really does a great job of evoking the kind of sound that they've, they've got going on. And, and, and that was a big inspiration for just the, uh, the permission to, to go slower than I wanted to, uh, you know, with my first inclination because... You know, you want to get people up moving. You, th you know, you think a, a quick tempo is, is, you know, the shortcut to doing so. So I kind of decided that it would be a, a fun challenge to, to try and keep the tempo strictly moderato, you know. So, so that's what we're doing. And where can people, where can people hear this? Because, I mean, this is like your first show of any kind in a long time that you're playing, um, as far as I that's know. That's right, yeah. So, so, so yeah, so we, we have a show. Out? We have a show. We have, um, so, yeah, it was like, the, so everything is all falling into place. So, um I um I love the park alleys. It's probably my my favorite place. It's my happy place. Um, the people there are home to me, and um, they've uh made space for me on their stage. Um, nice. on Pride weekend, fittingly enough. So Sunday, June fourth, uh, there will be a Pride after party with French class and stiff wiggle, cool. and it's going to be a gay old time. Um, it's uh I I'm I'm not ready. I have so much prep to do, but I am getting away for a week to do a bit of an artist retreat. Nice. We can indulge ourselves in a little bit of pretension. We already have started, so we may as well go all the way in. Um, it's so I'll be getting away to um, out, out into the boonies to just focus, figure out, bring my synthesizer and um, few other distractions, and 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 really figure it out. Uh, it really just yeah. Uh, so um, it's going to be a short set. Uh, I think I'm going to keep the the the, the core uh, modular uh, techno jam part. That's for lack of a better term. I think that's probably going to run about 20 minutes, and then I have a few other because I, I'm just really multifarious as, and multidisciplinary as an artist, and being boxed into one particular thing doesn't really tell the whole story. And I'm I don't have. You know, it's 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 really tough to stretch this out into and make a compelling performance with 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 this kind of uh, setup for 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 a long time. So I, I'm I really not that. up to the challenge. I'm really not up to the challenge. You know, I can do a solid 15 minutes uh, and keep it good. But we're going to push it about 20. So that's a little out of my comfort zone. So that's good. It's it's. I think that I think there's a lot I can play with with regards to tension and repetition. Stuff I really want to lean into. Stuff I'm fascinated by as a listener of art. But I'm always terrified to do as a creator, you know, like, can we just go 64 bars here without any changes, without a drum fill? Yeah. Right. Can we can we slowly introduce a, a tempo change over the course of three minutes so slowly that you don't notice it or hear it, but you feel it? You know um, what? How far can we push this without alienating our audience? And again, then I ask myself. Why that? Why do you care so much about your audience, Stiff Wiggle? Why don't you just, you know, do what your heart says to do? Because you've been trying so hard to let yourself do that for thirty-nine years that you know you need to 
continue to remind yourself to, to do that. So, um, so there's all sorts of fascinating decisions and decisions that go into it. They haven't all been sorted out yet. Um, but uh, but uh, um, we're going to do about 20 minutes jam on there, and then I'm probably going to do a cover. Uh, I've written I've written a song um, uh, for um, my friends, and um, I'm going to be performing that. And I also wrote uh, I um, did a cover of uh, a local group's uh, song and that's going to be on uh, I've, I've used that as a demo for submitting um, to uh, festivals right on. this summer and stuff like that and um, there's more news on that coming around the corner which we're really excited about so um, news, I'm waiting patiently for that news okay. to drop and it has not dropped yet. That's fine, but, that's fine. Uh, but maybe, okay, maybe this is a great way to, to, to end this off here is how can people find out more about Stiff Wiggle? I mean, you know, the good thing about this being a podcast, someone could hear it the day it comes out or they could hear it a year from now. What's the best way to sort of track you down and find out what you're up to as far as future shows, uh, other things you're up to uh, music-wise? One of the great things is um, when you truly stumble across a unique identity for yourself, uh, the domain is available. I so believe it, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I know that at... personally with Witch Police, yeah, yeah. There you go. So you can always find the latest and greatest on me at stiffwiggle.com. Uh, you can't, yeah, right now it's just got, it's, well, you can hear that demo that I was talking about, that cover that I recorded. And it's, uh, it's, um, it, it, yeah, I, um, I really, I'm really proud of the way that that came out, it came together. And um, I'm, but it's not going to, it's not represent, representative of what's to come. And that's sort of, and and I mean that's 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 the case of that's the case for everything that I do artistically at this point. I'm really reveling in the possibilities of um, embracing um, the, the 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 multi. You know, the, I am I'm good at so many things without being without tooting my own horn too aggressively. Um, you know, I've I've just like uh, I've I've come up with the entire visual branding for the stiff wiggle thing, and I've you know I built the website myself DIY all the all yeah. the way. You know, yeah, you, I, you know I I I know you 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 live by that right? Yeah. So and it's, it's uh, but 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 I'm. One thing I haven't done well at all so far is collaborate with other people. Um, and the opportunities now are presenting themselves. Like I say, I've got a whole bunch of new friends. They're all so bloody talented, and I'm so excited to work with them. And, you know, um, I, was just, I just gave you an interesting idea that I would like to collaborate with you on. Yes, with and to, you know. people will hear about that idea very soon because I love it. But will they? Yes, we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about it soon for sure. So stay tuned that's, for that. That's, it's, it's a great that's thrilling. That's thrilling. That's thrilling. I'm really excited about it. Okay, yeah, but there's, there's so much excitement in the air. There's so much hope. I, I can't wait to work with um, my, my new friends and the people in the local Manitoba community once they get a sense of um, once, you know, I get connected with an audience, which is bound to happen right away, which is really exciting because it's been a long time coming and um yeah so uh, uh i don't i wouldn't take anyone I, i've got to play a couple shows this summer um so far maybe 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 i can add a third that would be nice three would be great um uh shows this summer where i'm going to do uh more of the less the same sort of performance uh with the modular synthesizer and a few assorted other jams awesome. um half half an hour shows and and then and then it's winter time again and it's time to figure out it's a whole new season and a whole new opportunity to I, I really intended to the plan was for last winter was to to woodshed and to you know really figure out what i'm doing artistically uh i still uh, i really have rudimentary piano skills and guitar skills and i really want to improve those i would love adding those palettes those you know those colors to my palette um and i would love to um, you know, join on band again, you know, that would be fun. I would, you know, and I'd lend my skills as a synthesis to the music that other people are making, yeah. right? 
and um, produce records for other people if it comes down to that because I have this I have I, I live in a house in the North End which I'm really proud um, to do um, I love the city and I love this community and um, you know I have a little tiny little studio that I'm using for my personal recording and you know let's get some other cool folks in here and you know um, I just I've got so much I love to give and so much um, you know so many ridiculous random skills that are useful and uh with when it comes to making art and and so it's uh, i can't wait to flex those muscles because because it's time to shine Lost a cut Diamond shine Glass of wine Neon light That you're handsome Tonight I'm feeling all right Getting loose while the band's playing tight Do you miss me? 